Hey everyone, this is Patrick with a special message about today's episode. Please stay tuned at the end. We have a special presentation of a lovely piece of fanfiction from the book Bad Fanfiction that our guests uh, Melissa and Jess wrote. Uh, it is wonderful. It is Sonic-related. It uh, involves the death of Brad Garrett, and I very much want you to hear it. So stay tuned and enjoy the episode. Looks like a big hedgehog! A blue hedgehog? Hello and welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brenda McCullough, your hairy anime child man, voiced by Ben Schwartz. Bye. <laughs> I'm out. Sorry, we're, we have to pause and redesign Brendan before we continue this episode. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Horribly mistreat our animators and completely uh, redo Brendan. It's uh, crunch time. I'll be up for the next 60 hours working on him. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and they won't get overtime because it's not in union. Ha <laughs> <laughs> We love commentary. It's so good. <laughs> and uh, helping us in this effort, we have two guests with us this week. We have two authors of the book, uh, Bad Fan Fiction. Please introduce yourselves. My name is Melissa. I'm one of the authors of Bad Fan Fiction, and I like Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jess Morris. I'm an author of Bad Fan Fiction, the book. This week, we we have a, a fun one. We're going to watch the Sonic X anime. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Brendan, you already have hesitations. How, how are you feeling? Have you seen the show? Yeah, I remember being in that prime age for the four kids Fox anime block on Saturday mornings and getting, a, getting an eyeful of this. It's Sonic, all right. <laughs> I've never seen it, but boy, am I excited. Yeah, I also did not know this was a thing until I just Googled Sonic anime, just very hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> what are your experiences with this show? I watched it in middle school because that's when my Sonic phase was. <laughs> and I loved it. It's when your and Sonic phase started. Yeah, started. when my Sonic phase began, <laughs> excuse me. But I have not seen it since. I never watched Sonic X, but I I watched all the other video game and game animes for Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Mega Man, Kirby, just all of those other shows, and not Sonic. You missed Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> I was aware of the Jaleel White version of Sonic, and that was the only yeah. cartoon one I thought was around until Sonic Boom came back in recent years. Yes. But yeah, this was... This was news to me. <laughs> Just from the source. Prime 2003, I believe this aired in Japan. Around And um, then, then came here in 2005. Hmm. It's weird to think of anything with the word Sonic X blank for kids. Oh my, <laughs> my god. <laughs> That's true. It's treacherous waters trying to Google this show. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Sonic is a fun one because it's one of those things that, like, everybody knows about. Everybody knows Sonic. Mm -hmm. Whether you like Sonic, <laughs> I guess that's the question. I, for one, love that blue boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will admit, I have never played, like, a whole Sonic game. I would have friends who had it, and I would pick it up for, like, the afternoon while we were hanging out. But beyond that, I was never, like, a Sega or Nintendo. I was, like, solely PlayStation. Mm. So I... I only have the cultural knowledge around <laughs> Sonic and not the prime experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I loved Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Yes. That season two of this show is yes. like the plot of that game, which is why I'm so familiar with season two. <laughs> I was about to say, I played endless hours of the multiplayer of Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Yeah, it's so fun. So good. Spent a lot of time in that chow garden, just raising those, yes. those itty bitty babies and making them fight each other which in hindsight is probably pretty bad. One of them had hell in one of their powers, and I was like, oh, that's the... <laughs> yeah, you had Chow Heaven and Chow Hell. <laughs> yeah. And you're like 12 years old, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> Am I allowed to play this game anymore? <laughs> Sonic's p- so bizarre. <laughs> we are going to watch the first three episodes of uh, Sonic X. Got uh, uh, speed, speed man. That's me. I'm, I'm fast boy. That's his catchphrase, right? Got, uh, chili dogs. <laughs> Big the cat. My little pop punk heart is is just <laughs> this opening song is just so good. It's so Gotta go fast. I am horrified by how much I remember this song because like I watched it, but I didn't think I watched it enough to memorize the theme as much. <laughs> oh, the song is so good. It is horribly catchy. I didn't think I knew it, but when I heard it, I was like, "Where have I heard this?" <laughs> it's all coming back. Gotta go faster, 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 faster. faster. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the lyrics are just fantastic. (laughs) Yes, I'm personally, my favorite part is probably the clip, which we see in a later episode, of Sonic just spanking his own ass (laughs) (laughs) to that song. I was like, this is Sonic. If I didn't know already, I know now. He's a bad boy. He's rude. (laughs) He's a rude dude with the attitude. Parents be born. <laughs> this is a butt-hitting show. He <laughs> hit butts. But he does have the like the Disney thing of like he wears gloves and shoes, but no other clothing. So it does make you wonder. <laughs> they do understand what clothing is. They just choose. I mean, not to Amy wear. is fully clothed. Amy's yeah, fully clothed. Uh, yeah. Cream is fully clothed, but none of the Only male characters the- are. Yeah. <laughs> so canonically, we have Sonic spanking his bare ass. <laughs> oh, no. What a way to start. <laughs> and that's the introduction. <laughs> uh, so for episode one, we we start with, uh, with hello, I am Big the Cat. Uh, just napping, napping by a lake, you know, it's chilling. That's what he does. Yeah. He's uh, a cat. And, and, of course, he is in spitting range of a military complex because we hear uh, sirens over the tree lines as as Sonic is breaking into, uh, I almost said uh, Robotnik's, uh, uh, Eggman's uh, lair. And this is where we get that uh, sweet opening. I-, I will jump in real quick. I do like, though, with Sonic Adventure 2, we do have the canonical timeline of Dr. Robotnik being Dr. Eggman's grandfather. So Sonic is at least, like, 50 years old. 
He's wow. he spent three mm. generations of Eggman. Sorry, continue. That, that's true. <laughs> uh, I'm already lost in the Sonic lore. And we got to the opening credits. My knowledge of the Sonic lore comes from the Unraveled episode with the Sonic Bible. Oh. That's if any of you have watched that. I have. That's a rough go for your encapsulation of Sonic lore. He does quilting. <laughs> <laughs> quilting circles. Sorry, episode one. So, Sorry. <laughs> uh, so uh, we we got Sonic. He's he's breaking in because uh, Eggman's g- about to get all the Chaos Emeralds and put them in a big machine and make energy. I guess. Sure. Mm. E- evil. <laughs> you know. You know how you have an evil machine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> every villain's got one. <laughs> yeah. So Sonic's uh, running through all these robots um, on the defense perimeter, just jumping around, having a grand old time. Uh, We got Tails and Amy in a plane giving air support. Uh, um, It's what they do. It's their job. (laughs) They're flying in the tornado. It's miles per hour, a.k.a. Tails. It's the plane he built. God, I know way too much about Sonic. I'm sorry. Wait, I I knew that's what his last name was, but I never got that it was like miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that is stupid. <laughs> Why does he go by Tails if he already well, has, he has like a he cool has two of them. nickname? <laughs> he has like a cool regular name. He's not a fan of jazz. It's hit or miss when people get named by their like iconic body things because we got Knuckles, we got Tails, and then just Amy, Amy. Sonic. <laughs> I mean, I guess and Big cream the Cat and is cream. Big. Cream. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, he's he's breaking in. Cream and cheese are <laughs> captured, being held by Eggman as he's about to put the last emerald in. Uh, Sonic busts in and in a misfire with uh, a robot Shoots the machine and blows blows it all up, and it it transports them all. Uh, Sonic goes into a dark state. <laughs> he wakes up in the nether realm, uh, but we soon find out is it's a busy intersection because he's in Hollywood, baby. Oh yeah, hey, you made it. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> see they were hinting at the movie for so long. <laughs> the build up, foreshadowing. I have to say though, like when Sonic breaks into the base, he like locks eyes with Eggman, who's holding like a, a, like a trigger, like a dead man switch. And he's like, "Don't come any closer, or I'll hit the, sh- the switch and activate the machine." And then Sonic proceeds to just run around the room while robots shooting at him. At the whole time, Eggman could have just hit the switch whenever. Like Sonic wasn't <laughs> coming for him. That's true. Because <laughs> the whole thing was like. I'm faster than you. I can get to the trigger quicker as he takes the longest possible detour like yeah. up on the ceiling, around the walls. <laughs> it bothered me. <laughs> right away. Makes me think that Eggman didn't really want to push that button. <laughs> I like this intro to the show because it's a good way to be like, Here's all the characters doing something action-y. It's yeah. a kid's show. Are you asleep yet? No. <laughs> Great job. We went fast, and now something else has happened. <laughs> you just woke up. It's Sunday morning. You're amped. You're ready for this. <laughs> Got all that sugary cereal in you. Gotta go. <laughs> Gotta go fast. So yeah, we see Sonic all alone, separated from his friends. He wakes up in the middle of a busy intersection in Los Angeles. <laughs> We've all been there. Woof. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It's a rite of passage. That's how you get to Hollywood. <laughs> Pretty much. You pass out somewhere else and you wake up in Hollywood. Uh, 
naturally all these these strange monkey people uh, called humans are just <laughs> staring at them. Well, I, well, uh, I mean, Eggman's human, so like they're not that strange to him, right? He doesn't ro- really look like any of these people, though. Kinda. Wait a minute. It, if Eggman is Doctor Robotnik's grandson, that means Doctor Robotnik has canonically fucked. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that so unbelievable? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Much like Goofy. <laughs> Goofy Goofy's fucked. I do want to, on the subject of Eggman, I do want to say that I, I heard it and then I looked it up to confirm, but Eggman is the same voice as the narrator from the Pokemon series. Oh, no. So Eggman said something and I was like, what if this guy instead was saying, last time, Ash in the game, <laughs> etc. And I was right. Yeah, I was looking up the cast and there's a lot of Pokemon crossover in this. Probably the same studio. Yeah, since it's all four kids, the Fox for Kids lineup, I assume it was just like the same uh, people just doing all of that. Yeah. But yeah, we got Sonic waking up in the city. Uh, there's a crowd of people being like, uh, a blue hedgehog? What? <laughs> I do like how many times they're like, oh, th- is that a weird cat? Because it really brings you back to the Sonic movie trailer where he's yeah. like, uh, meow? <laughs> it's like, oh, this horrible line makes sense now. <laughs> there's several times in these three episodes where, uh, meow? Fits in perfectly. <laughs> yes. Really Certainly dumb. more so than it fitted in that trailer. <laughs> See, everyone mad at that trailer just doesn't know they're Sonic. <laughs> yeah, they obviously aren't true Sonic fans. I mean, it confused me too because I'm like, if I saw Sonic like in person I wouldn't be like, oh, that's a hedgehog. I'd be like, what the fuck is that? I also <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're like, cat. it looks like a big hedgehog. It's like, it's like no it doesn't. No. <laughs> Do you know what a hedgehog is? Uh, Look at its very human limbs. It's not a hedgehog. Shop. It's yeah. wearing shoes <laughs> and socks and socks and gloves. Uh, one big eye. <laughs> one big eye. Uh, so he wakes up uh, in LA and a bunch of just the most cartoonish cops, like mm-hmm. literally the Irish cop stereotype. Comes Why? Out. I wrote that down. Why? Sonic, my boy. Hard to talk to talk to talk. Hard to talk to talk. It's also the guy couldn't do an Irish accent. No. He was trying and he just couldn't do it. He got into the studio that day and was like, I'm working on something. Let me just test it out. I'm going to workshop this on you guys. <laughs> it's Sonic. No one cares about the English dub. Uh, so yeah, a bunch of cops are like, hey buddy, wanna wanna come hang out? Wanna wanna be friends with us and come to the police station? And uh, naturally, Sonic bolts because uh, Sonic hates cops. <laughs> Gotta run away from her problems. <laughs> he escapes, and the bulletin goes out that everyone is on high alert for this blue hedgehog. There is nothing going on in this city. There is no <laughs> crime at all. This is the number one priority. There's not even anyone driving. No, they, it's They blocked so off dead. miles and miles of the 101, <laughs> which they refer to as simply 101, which... <laughs> As a non-LA native, I was surprised it bothered me so much. <laughs> yeah, I grew up in Southern California, and every time I hear someone not proceed a freeway with the, I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what number Hello? did you just list? <laughs> it's weird, because we don't do that back in Pennsylvania, where I'm from. So I would still call it, like, the 101 out here, but then the other highway back in Pennsylvania, I call Route 1. So yeah, like, of course. I don't know why I do that, but I do. 
It's it's all about the culture, baby. <laughs> He's running down the highway, jumps over some sick police cars. Real quick, the police barricade also had bulldozers in it? Is that normal? The technology available to this 2003 police squad <laughs> is very high tech. <laughs> they got a full-on barricade on this highway that Sonic easily jumps over. And they're like, oh, we tried one thing. Better call in the elite speed team. Get the fast cops. Why get... I don't want the fast cops in my city, okay? I don't need them. Sonic can live. We don't need anyone that fast. <laughs> Do you think they, like, actually have that? Like, real police forces? Like a Formula Does, One like, race car? The L.A. Police Department, do they have that? They're just waiting for Sonic <laughs> to show up so they can whip him out. <laughs> well, come November when this movie comes out. <laughs> yeah, there's just been no need. So they're just training, getting stronger and faster. I was just thinking, at this point, Sonic really hasn't done... Like, Anybody. why do they care? Because he's weird and different. He's too Ew. fast. Catch no one's it. jealous at, of his sick shoes. <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> gotta get his shoes. Uh, so, uh, the elite speed team is called in, where it's cops with Formula One race cars. So ridiculous. Uh, we get a too long montage of that. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, just this hotshot captain. I. I want a full-on anime just of this speed cop. <laughs> uh, speed just, racer. Uh, just cocky guy, just super into solving crime. There's only one person that's ever been too fast for me. And I caught him in a minute. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, a bunch of uh, Formula One race cars just roll out on the highway, catch up to Sonic. But still, Sonic's way too fast. They're going at 290 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's the, this race car sequence is the most unrealistic part of this show with all these anthropomorphic talking creatures. <laughs> like this is by far the most unrealistic. And like, yeah, you're saying, and then they no get traffic. to the end of the freeway. It's like, oh, they forgot to build the rest of it. It's like stops. they haven't finished building the highway yet. Yeah, wouldn't the cops know that there's an end point to the highway and they need to stop their cars? <laughs> Or they could just can only go them. fast until we get within one mile, and then we have to stop very fast. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, they they keep running, trying to catch him, but uh, uh, the captain has this nitrous that makes him go 500 miles an hour, and still is too slow. <laughs> so he goes, uh, Sonic goes uh, the speed of sound, Sonic boom, and just bolts out of there, and flies the speed off the edge of, of the highway. <laughs> Uh, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I love the guy's reaction to him. He's just like, Sonic, boom! <laughs> it's like, no, 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 That's that show's not coming out a little bit. We got, we got a few more yeah. years. <laughs> but also, Sonic does it, like, effortlessly. Like, he doesn't get, like, we saw earlier when he's fighting Eggman, he gets, like, the ring, and he gets powered up again, like, fight all the robots. This, he just goes Sonic, boom, like, at the speed of sound, with no trouble. Just whenever he feels like it, just instantly. Well, he didn't have to. He didn't have to fight anybody here. He was just running. He's just running, just doing his thing. It just yeah, took no, no obstacles here. Just the fastest cops in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I do like this episode. Did one thing, and it said Sonic is fast. That's all you need to know about <laughs> Sonic. He's fast. He's a little cocky. Mostly fast. Oh my god. But there's also like there's also fourth wall breaking moments where Sonic straight up looks at the camera and like 
I think I think it's Speed Racer. I think it's the race car driver. It's like, <gasps> hey, what are you doing? The, like, what if kids see this? This could part. be dangerous. And Sonic straight up like pauses on top of the car, looks at the camera, and it's like, hey, kids, don't try chasing a hedgehog with a Formula One race car. It's like, what? I'm sorry. I loved that. <laughs> Does he know we're watching? Like, what the fuck is this? Sonic is very aware. <laughs> He's woke as fuck. He's meta. <laughs> <laughs> he also said. Uh, S team, the S must stand for slow motion. That's a good, good job. Burn. Like, I'm more concerned, like, you didn't need the motion in there. Just <laughs> slow. Slow team. Yeah, that's a sick burn, Sonic. Learn when to stop. <laughs> but that's the problem. He can't stop. He's got to go fast. He's too fast. He's too fast. <laughs> I also. Uh, so, yeah, he, he jumps off the edge of the highway, uh, lands in a pool, and he can't swim. He, he can only do so much. Which, so, I realize this is actually... Because that's the same thing with Stitch, you know? Because Stitch is yeah. like super powerful, super strong, but he, he sinks. He can't swim. He can't swim. He's so, like, which came first? If this was 2003, when did Lilo and yeah, Stitch come out? I think 2002. Oh, so Sonic so. just stole <laughs> Stitch's thing. Well, at least at least with Stitch, they give an explanation of, like, he's an experiment. We designed him like this. Like, he's very dense, like, specifically. His molecular density is too great. Yeah, Sonic has no real reason. I think it's just he in the game. can't swim. It's too many chili dogs. Too many Maybe chili we dogs. should just start a conspiracy theory that Sonic and all of the others are one of Jumbo's experiments. <laughs> yes! Just experiment 164. Crossover. Because they, they didn't do all 625 episodes of that show, right? Yeah, yeah. there's still more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So oh we're gonna reboot the franchise. <laughs> Sonic is Sonic is number one, and Jumba thought this was a mistake. I have to try again. <laughs> Less fast, more strong. <laughs> He's stuck in this pool. He can't. He he goes too fast and can't escape. Uh, and then a little boy in in this big fancy house sees a ruckus in his backyard and goes out and and, and saves him. And this is this is uh, one of our main people, Christopher. Ugh, I hate him. <laughs> I remember hating him so much when I watched him in middle school, and then he came again when we were watching now, and I was like, ugh. Uh, all that's right, that. he's in this. He's arrived. This asshole. It's like, he's just uninteresting, boring, looks vaguely like Sora, but that's, that's all he's got going for him. Kind of a buzzkill. What is that going for him? I would consider that a con. I love Sora. <laughs> Don't talk bad about my son. <laughs> I was uh, I was severely disappointed they didn't have the drowning music from one of the Sonic games of like the like that anxiety inducing like music. That would have been a great tie-in. Or in Sonic Boom where it's just like Yeah, you just hear him drowning. Oh man. Well, Episode oh, two. Real quick, though, one last thing. Back when they were at uh, Dr. Eggman's base, when he was holding cream and cheese hostage, he ca- he said, creamy, dreamy? Creamy, dreamy. And I just... Oh, no. Wanted, no, thank you. I wanted to point out how not okay I am with that. Eggman is a furry. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. I was trying to sweep that under the rug, but thank you for uh, bringing that back. Brenda. That's Wait, my job. Does know anyone other than animals and robots? <laughs> like, who's who do you want him to be attracted to? <laughs> <laughs> it, she's like six. Aha, <laughs> <laughs> my newest invention, a fuckbot. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. no, no wow. No. Um, Episode two. Okay. <laughs> Episode two.
What a we seamless open. segue. We're at Christopher's house, and I was wondering why he lives in such a big house by himself. It's because his parents both have money. And his, of course, yes. the fucking filthy rich kid gets the parallel dimension, like, friend. Like, yeah. <laughs> why couldn't some poor kid find Sonic? Yeah. But, but <laughs> he's lonely because his parents aren't around. Rich kids have problems, too. He's got Is two Sonic, pools. Is Sonic's going to be <laughs> like his the grown-up fairy he's not allowed in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, in, like in, um, like Timmy Turner. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so his mom calls him. And uh, he's like, hey, mom, I have something to tell you. And she's like, oh, no, what happened? And he's like, it's not that bad. I, you know, you told me not to go swimming in the pool at night, but I saved a cat. Uh, meow. (laughs) (laughs) It's like him telling his mom this. It's like the worst lead into the story. Like he could have just been like. Oh, a cat was in trouble and I helped it. Instead, it's like, you know that thing you told me not to do? I did it, but I also kind of did something else. (laughs) I did it for a good reason, Mommy. You remember that arson talk we had? Well, I saved a cat. Yeah. (laughs) That orphanage is gone. Why did you bring up the pool at all? Like, is there a sensor? Like, I know someone went in the pool last night. (laughs) Was it fucking you? That's what I was about to say. He didn't have to tell his mom anything. Like, she's not there. No, she's off filming a movie somewhere, but it's taking way too long. Ugh. Um, And his dad keeps sending him money. I think that's something she says. Like, she's like, Daddy will send you more money. Daddy more bucks. Daddy more <laughs> bucks. Um, stop it, Jasper. <laughs> anyway. Um, meow. So <laughs> so he, uh, he gets off the phone with his mom. And uh, Sonic, of course, is like, I'm not a cat. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> so he's not very happy about that. And then I didn't write down why, but Sonic Sonic mentions that uh, he's like, I, I don't know where I came from. I don't know where I am, and I don't know where I came from. Oh, he asked him, uh, Chris asked him where he learned to talk. And he's like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm omnipresent. I've always known. <laughs> I was born speaking. <laughs> I was born wearing these shoes and talking. <laughs> Um, and then Chris gets a call from his dad, who is not with his mom, mm-hmm. and uh, which is, you know, that's fine. I, I'm sorry I said it like that. <laughs> like what that. are you implying? <laughs> he called because he was like, your mom told me that you jumped in the pool at night. What the heck is wrong with you? But they're both just like really concerned about him and they love him. And I like that. I thought it was sweet. Maybe they should have a baby they care, here. But not enough to, you know, be there. Be with your child all the <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. After after he gets off the phone with his parents, he's like, you hungry, Sonic? I can give you some food. And Sonic's like, yeah, what do you got? And he's like, I looked up hedgehogs and said that I can give you cat food. And he's like, hmm. And then he tastes it and he's like, ugh, gross. Uh, meow? <laughs> <laughs> meow, 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 meow. At this point, I was like, oh, Sonic only eats chili dogs, idiot boy. <laughs> he has a terrible like, come diet. on, you can just Google Sonic's favorite food and it comes right up. Like, he should have done that. <laughs> um, and then um, Sonic, he, like, isn't standing for this. And he jumps in a tree. And Chris is, like, reaching out for him. And he's like, no, don't leave. I'll give you whatever you want. <laughs> and this visual of Sonic just, like, standing in a tree, looking down at this boy and being like, See ya. I just lost my mind. I thought it was so funny. 
Uh, That's like, I would write that in a fan fiction where, like, I was in love with Sonic, you know? Like, that's just so, like, romantic in, like, the bad boy abandonment way, you know? It's like, hypothetically speaking, if I was in love with Sonic, hypothetically speaking, and he did that to me, and it's, like, romantic, hypothetical, of course. That's why you hate Chris so much, just because he got that moment. Listen, we all know I have a crush on Shadow, not Sonic. I will Shadow hasn't shown up yet, so you gotta take what you can get. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was... Slim pickings at this point. I was sad Shadow wasn't in these ones. I love Shadow. Season two. Alright. <laughs> so you stick with it. You have to do a stick up. with it. Um so and then and then we get the theme song again, and I listened to it. Every time. Oh, yeah. You yeah, cannot skip it. It is it's illegal. Prime <laughs> listening. Uh, and then... <laughs> it's, um, well, uh, we... Hold on. <laughs> My notes... What happened here? Oh, okay. Okay. So... So, uh, Chris, Chris and Sonic are hanging out on the couch, and Sonic has, he's eaten something. I don't know what. There's a wrapper on the table. Presumably chili dog. Presumably a chili dog. Um, and they're watching the news, and Sonic is kind of like, I don't want to be here. I want to go out and run around. I want to explore. And Chris is like, no, you could get hurt out there on your own. <laughs> You're a monster. And I'm like, the police were just after you. Do you, you not understand? Last night. <laughs> you don't understand the implications. Um, and then in this newscast, uh, yes. they're talking about Sonic and they're interviewing people. And and there's a policeman and he's just like, he was like this tall and he was blue. He looked like a freak. Looked like a freak. <laughs> I wrote that down too. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So unnecessarily <laughs> mean. <laughs> so aggressive. So, so good. <laughs> also very indistinct for a police officer being like, we're trying to find this thing. You know, just send us your blue freaks. Season. <laughs> uh and then uh, an old man comes in the room, and it's uh, Chris's grandpa, and he's like, Chris, they're talking about a weird blue thing on the news. And then he looks directly next to Chris and he's like, ah, and then he picks up Sonic, and he's, like, holding a screwdriver, and they're like, what are you going to do with that? And he's like, I want to take him apart and see how he works. And he's like, I'm not a machine. I'm a hedgehog. <laughs> Obviously. I wrote down, Chris's tiny scientist grandpa, who kind of looks like Sonic, meets Sonic and immediately tries to screw him. <laughs> which isn't inaccurate. Oi. Um, I got I got a very um it's it's felt like a Back to the Future prequel, <laughs> you know. Chris and Grandpa are very Barney and Doc. Love it. This is what made Doc lose his mind. <laughs> Forget that he had, you know, that they had any relation to Marty, and like that's why Marty's always hanging out with him. Like, I need you to remember. He went crazy because he needed to build a time machine to go back and hang out with Sonic some more. It's his life's work to get back to this happiness. Uh, so uh, they keep they keep watching the news, and uh, cream and cheese are also in this world. They're stuck on top of like a billboard or something, and Sonic is like, "I gotta go save them," and he just runs off. And Chris is like, "Wait, do you even know where they are?" <laughs> and then he stops and comes back because he doesn't. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> also, I'm I'm very upset with Sonic here because when he runs out, he runs through a hedge 
destroying part of it. And when he runs back, he runs through a different part of the <laughs> to make two distinct paths rather than, you know, not fucking over the people who are hiding you from the cops. <laughs> they got money. I like, um, he sees the place on TV and he's like, oh, that seems like a place where Eggman would be. And it's like, he's not. <laughs> he's, just, <laughs> he's like, oh, I gotta go save from Eggman. It's like, Eggman's not there. He's somewhere else. <laughs> Military complex? Gotta go. So he comes back and then Grandpa just calls somebody and finds out that cream and cheese were taken to Area 99, a top-secret government facility. So secret that this nine-year-old Christopher knows all about it. Yeah, (laughs) and his grandpa can just call a guy and find out that they took these weird things to it. Does grandpa have a job? Is that explained? Is he just, like, kooky? Uh, He's the former head of Raytheon. That's why he has (laughs) military connections. (laughs) He has gadgets. <laughs> He's the kookus, kooky scientist inventor dad. And the giant car. The very phallic car. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about it, but it's right. Yeah. Uh, so Sonic is like, great, now I know where they are. I can go get them. Chris and Grandpa are like, ah, we're gonna come with you. And he's just kind of like, ah, okay. Because Grandpa, I wrote this down, Grandpa has gadgets. <laughs> <laughs> That's his thing. <laughs> yeah. So they're driving to Area 99, which again, how secret can it be if you can just drive to it? <laughs> and park outside for like two hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also like how on board Grandpa is with infiltrating a secret government base for this unknown creature that just appeared in your living room. Yeah, he's just totally down for this. Yeah, let's overthrow yeah. the government. Fuck the bourgeoisie. All he knows about Sonic so far is that the police are after this madman. They're like, oh, cool. Do you want to team up and raid this government facility? Also, does Chris go to school? Nah. He's just like, no, he's nah, I'm rich. skipping school today, going to a secret military base with my grandpa on this weird thing we found. When you're rich, you don't need education. <laughs> I'll buy the school. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so they're on their way, and, uh, his, uh, Chris's grandpa gives Sonic this eyepiece that looks very Dragon Ball Z. It's a scouter. <laughs> it's just straight up a scouter. Uh, yeah, and it, um, it can see infrared lasers, so <laughs> Sonic can avoid them. How convenient. When you go through the vent where no one's expecting you, and there's just a shit ton of lasers. Why yeah, are there lasers in there? Conveniently, well, not well, in the place they where were Sonic was. Like a, a, a hedgehog-sized <laughs> guy <laughs> to, to break in, and they're like, we know he's going to go through the vents. We've got to prepare for this. <laughs> Listen, guys, we've all played Metal Gear Solid. Believe me, we want to put those lasers in those vents. We <laughs> gotta. So then we get a shot of the facility, and it's all very high security, and cream and cheese are being kept in a, like, tube thing to be examined, and it was at this point that I sat and thought, I bet cream made a lot of people furries. Yeah. (laughs) Because she's very cute and very small, and she talks like this. Uh. So, like, why... I hate it. A lot of five-year-olds had some awakening that they didn't realize until <laughs> ten years later. She's, like, very small Lola Bunny, but, like, definitely a lot less sexual. <laughs> if you want the sexualized Sonic character, that's Sally Acorn nope. from the original series. Have you seen Rouge the Bat? 
Fair. Yeah, wait. Can we go back one second? Sure. Because I just remembered in the first episode, Rouge is just there. She's there. She, she doesn't there. say anything. She's just there and then She's never comes back. Hanging out with the yeah. boobs, though. Yeah. I miss her. I love Rouge the Bat. Yeah, like, if you don't know anything about Sonic and you're watching this show, like, there's just this character who's there, never discussed, and then Titties does not out. come back. <laughs> you got the quick shot of fan service, and then moving on. I was talking about her with uh, Paul last night, my boyfriend. He looked at her wiki page, and Uh it says her likes are a lot of the male characters, the Chaos Emeralds, and the Master Emerald. And in her dislikes is not getting the Chaos Emeralds and not getting the Master Emeralds. (laughs) So that's all she's about. And also, Knuckles not giving her the Chaos Emeralds, specifically. (laughs) Specifically that scenario. She feels very Faye Valentine to me. She's Mm. just like there. She looks cool. We're not sure what she does or what she's bringing to the team. Oh, I was going to disagree with you, but you got a point. (laughs) (laughs) So enough about Rouge the Bat, who's not even in (laughs) here. Sonic gets in. We discussed the air vents and how uh, there are lasers in them for some reason, but conveniently not the place that he is sitting, Mm -hmm. only in front of him. Um, so he drops down into the facility, and uh, Chris and Grandpa are, like, kind of giving him tips, but he's he's his own hedgehog. He doesn't listen. <laughs> listen to no um, one. <laughs> and he's just, he's just uh, running from the security cameras, like, too fast for, for them to see him. And he goes, ha, huh, these are, I'm, I'm too fast for them. And I was like, why didn't he say they were too slow? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Sonic. It's your catchphrase. Uh, at which at which point I was like, this seems far too easy. <laughs> Something needs to go wrong here. Yeah. Um, so uh, we get back to Cream and Cheese in their tube, and there's like a lockdown thing coming down around them, and Cream's just like, I don't like this. Um, and then the power goes out. Something tore up the electrical wires. And I was like, there's no way Sonic did this. Who done it? (laughs) But it does give him the opportunity to break cream and cheese out. Uh, So they're running away, and cream is like, "Well, how did you do it, Sonic?" And Sonic's like, "I don't know. I didn't do it." (laughs) You know me. I just stumble through life, and good things happen. (laughs) He's an opportunist. Exactly. Um. And then the lights go back on, and they gotta go real fast and get out of there, because now the security cameras are also shooting lasers at them. (laughs) Of course. And Sonic doesn't think to pick her up until, like, they're 60% out of there. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're so slow. Like, come on, hurry up. And it's like, oh, wait, I I have arms. (laughs) How much could she weigh? 12 pounds, like, at most? (laughs) They're very small. It, I forget how small they are. It's not cream. cream it's not heavy, but cheese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like stitch. Yeah, he's just so dense. Very big. Very not big. Heavy. Um, <laughs> so uh, they, the things that shut down the electrical stuff, uh, swoop in. They're like little tiny paper airplanes, and they're uh, they're wrecking these security cameras and lasers. They're just flying through them. Like, they're just straight up piercing the cameras. Which also begs the question, how dense are these planes? That they're hard enough that they can <laughs> yeah. fly through metal. Like, wow. Everything is just so dense so, in Sonic Land. So thick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're, like, climbing up some stairs. 
lots of stairs, and then uh, there's just like everything's just like falling apart around them because the lasers are now just pointing in every which direction and still shooting and like tearing apart the staircase. But then it just everything turns out okay. Sonic pulls up Cream, and then they run up and they're out. Yay! Yay! Woo! <laughs> Uh, and then Sonic is like, that sounds like a plane. <gasps> Tails is here. Could it be? <laughs> that's the only plane that Sonic knows. It's like it couldn't have been any other plane. No, that's, that's the only it. one in their world. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's the one that helped them get out. Those little paper airplane thingies were his. What? Um, the yellow paper airplanes were for Tails? <laughs> hmm. I don't understand. Tails is like, he's talking to Grandpa. He's like, oh yeah, these are these are so common where we come from. <laughs> and Sonic had no idea that, like, yeah. that they were from Tails or that it would have been anything related to his world. <laughs> Sonic doesn't need to be smart. He's pretty. <laughs> and fast. Right. Um, he's a jock. Sonic is a jock. <laughs> is. Sonic's a chad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they're all back at Chris and Grandpa's place, uh, and they're all introducing themselves. And Tails says, I'm Tails. I'm Sonic's best buddy. Right, Sonic? And Sonic just goes, yeah, you are. And I was just like, oh, I love that. <laughs> Pure friendship. <laughs> I thought it was so sweet. Grandpa's like, these are so neat, these little planes. And then Chris gets mad at Sonic for being reckless. And he, he these were not his exact words, but I wrote down, is this a game to you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Sonic is just kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. We're, it's, everything's going to be fine. And like, none of them can remember where they came from. And then they're all kind of like, oh, if we're all here, what if Eggman is here too? And then he is. <laughs> and he's like, dang it, I exploded and now I'm here. Oh, well, guess I'm going to have to rebuild my empire and take over the universe from here. <laughs> you know what? It makes sense. Like yeah. Eggman, he's, he thinks on his feet. He's <laughs> like, well, I was trying to take over the universe over there. I didn't work out. And now I'm here and I'll just do it again. <laughs> Is fine. <laughs> he is like the the most of a go getter out of everyone in the series. He's like, ambitious. He's determined. He's smart. He's going with it. Like, what a yeah, good it's, resume. It's been like a day. He's on this like isolated island, and he already has enough power to like get his operation up and going. He still has his robots. He's he's been busy the past twenty four hours. Yeah, like he is a legitimate criminal trying to take over the world. And what has Sonic done in that time? <laughs> Got chased by the cops and almost died. Ate some cat food. Yeah, like Sonic failed miserably in comparison to how well Eggman's doing in this world. Wait yeah. a minute, Sonic is a Chad. He's using his natural born abilities to propel himself through life without a care in the world, while Eggman is working hard, using his brain to build <laughs> robots, sentient creatures, and pave his own way through the world. Using Eggman is an incel. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no proof that Eggman fucks, right? There's no proof that Eggman fucks. I mean, not, not yet. No. <laughs> we'll get there. I mean, have you seen Jim Carrey? <laughs> yeah, he fucks. <laughs> the reason his name's Eggman is because he lays eggs. Anyway, episode three. Oh, no. <laughs> he doesn't need to fuck. It's, it's like fish eggs, so he lays them, and then someone comes along and fertilizes them. Yeah, someone else has fertilized them. <laughs> oh, God. Disgusting. I'm sorry. <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> episode three. 
we get a shot at Eggman's base. You know, that tower we saw in the last episode? Just kidding. It's an entirely different base. Like, it looks completely different now for some fucking reason that they never address. <laughs> he had 12 more hours to rebuild. <laughs> he redesigned it. And he's trying to figure out, like, what giant robot should I send in to destroy this city? Because that's just what he does. And he, he's good at it. But instead of deciding which one he wants, he leaves it up to chance. He takes all of his playing cards with all of his personalized robots on them, which, on brand, I like the branding. Uh, he's got his own merchandise. And he just puts them in a machine that pretty much just shuffles them at random. And then picks one out randomly. And it's Missile Wrist. <laughs> that great name. And it's just a robot... That has, like, rockets on its wrist that shoots out like from a giant coil, but the rockets don't even explode. They're just... He just punches very far away. That's all he does. <laughs> Are we to believe that he built all these robots, like, right now? Or did they all just conveniently come with him <laughs> when he came to Earth? Yeah, he he, got, he brought his storage shed with him in that tower. <laughs> so he has all of his supplies. Yeah. It reminds me, the whole, like, random robot, it, it's very Kirby right back at you. Where King Dedede calls um, oh, yeah. Nightmare Enterprises and is like, hey, I need to stop Kirby. Send me anything. It just send me something that'll work this time, okay? Because they never work, and he always beats them. And then they just, just very just like, I don't, he, he gave up. He's like, I don't care. Just, just this just robot. Send me whatever. Uh, this will do. It's an Acme subdivision. Because <laughs> <laughs> they always send them the useless shit, but he keeps coming back to them every time. Yeah. Um, and then after he sends out the robot, we get the fucking beach episode. This is a good anime. They get it done in the first three episodes. I'm into it. <laughs> and uh, we just see people on the beach, and then we just see Missile Wrist just emerging from the ocean. It's just like, oh, hey, there's a big robot. And he just destroys people's cars and, like, the lifeguard stand. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, It's geez. very much the uh, the giant tentacruel from the Pokemon oh. episode that was banned in the U.S. Yeah. Because of the 9-11 similarities. And also, James had boobs. <laughs> oh, was that the same episode? That's the exact same episode. <laughs> oh, wow, because I swear I saw So the... much happened in <laughs> <laughs> was it the 9-11 comparison? Or was it just man with boobs? Which is worse? They, they leave the shot of Tentacruel smashing the building in the intro. In the intro, yeah. <laughs> so it must have been the boobs. <laughs> mm. James is just too hot for US kids. <laughs> and uh, as Missile Wrist is destroying the city and like walking in, uh, Eggman's just floating along behind him, just like puttering, just like... And Sonic just said like, fuck it, I'm out. And it's just off exploring and no one really knows where he is. So it's like, oh, that's... I lost my boy. <laughs> he just like went off to the Grand Canyon to like run and jump. Yeah, we get a Because <laughs> he couldn't do that anywhere else. <laughs> we get a lot of like... Cliffs where I come from. Weird geography with the city of like, we're in a metropolis and we're also right by the beach. Although there's giant uh, mountains nearby and chasms randomly and a desert not too far away. It's like, where is... What is this place? Sounds like L.A. Yeah, it's Los Angeles, yeah. LA. <laughs> Shit. I mean, Sonic could have easily run to Arizona. Yeah, I guess you yeah, got a point he's there. very fast. Damn. Why is L.A. so weird? Um, I mean, yeah, we know he can go faster than 500 miles an hour, so... <laughs> go faster than the speed of sound. Yeah. Without any effort. Uh, meanwhile, the robot's d destroying downtown and just walking around, just punching from a distance at things, and... The cops set up a barricade and start just laying into him, just open fire. 
and all of their guns look like regular guns, but definitely have laser sound effects. Of like pew 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 pew. Like good. <laughs> yeah, I I noticed that too. It was it was peak. Uh, we can't have just regular guns in this children's show. That's too violent. Like hunting rifles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Straight up snipers just shooting at this <laughs> robot. So it can't be too violent because so it's got the laser sound effects. And then a guy just comes out with a fucking flamethrower and just lights the <laughs> robot on fire. <laughs> so this police force. Has a flamethrower division, has a like NASCAR division. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are these cops? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so the gang is out looking for Sonic, just trying to see where he is. And this is where we get a shot of him just like in the mountains, just like running up and down mountainsides and like jumping over chasms. It's like, okay, that uh, that's what he's into. He's a simple, simple hedgehog, simple pleasures. <laughs> Gotta get that workout in. <laughs> it's the little things. Um, oh, and we also, uh, when we come back, we see uh, Amy and Knuckles. They're here too, except they're in the sewers. We're not sure why. <laughs> That's never really addressed. You know, it I seems love like Knuckles', Knuckles is plan to go in the sewers, and Amy's just like, okay. I'll go along He's dark this. and brooding, so. Yeah. <laughs> He's the Batman this, of the show. This version of Knuckles is something that I was unfamiliar with. Because I mostly know Knuckles from Sonic Boom. Oh, no. And in Sonic Boom, oh, he like a is a full idiot. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> they took all of his brain power and put it into his weird large body. <laughs> <laughs> so this Knuckles was something very new for me. And I was just like, I love him. <laughs> I love me, Knuckles. Uh, this, this Knuckles is just the Sasuke of Sonic. It's, um, so they're in the sewers. And while they're underground, uh, Knuckles is, does he say what he's doing? Does he say he's, like, trying to get somewhere or just stay out of sight, I suppose? And Amy's just saying, like, oh, we should hunt down Sonic and find Sonic. He's our leader. He knows what to do. Knuckles just kind of like, ah, no, not now. And that's when they hear, (laughs) not here. Not not now, woman. (laughs) And uh, this is where Missile Wrist is above them, and they hear the ground shaking as he's walking over them. And Amy's like, oh, geez, we got to. We gotta figure out what that is. We gotta help them out. Knuckles is kind of like, no, I don't care. I don't care about anything here. I'm a teenager. And he just cares about getting back to the Master of Emerald. Because, I don't know. He has to protect it. He needs some motivation. (laughs) I get that, but like everyone's here. Like if Eggman's here and Rouge the Bat is presumably also here because she was closer. So like everyone that would steal the Master of Emerald is here in this world now. I guess. <laughs> but that's his whole thing. Yeah. Just wants, he wants to get back. He wants to have an easy day at, at work. You <laughs> he know? just wants to sit <laughs> in front of the he, emerald. He just wants to be over there. <laughs> I also want to say, so I understand that Amy gets a lot of hate from Sonic fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was from these three episodes. Amy is one of the smartest characters. <laughs> There's in the first episode when they're in the plane and she's like, Tails, the plane is like on fire. What are we going to do? And Tails just goes, we're going to save Sonic. <laughs> it's like, no, you're doing, you need Wait. to deal with the plane <laughs> that your co-pilot issues. just told you about this issue. And now she's like, let's find Sonic. That'd be a smart thing to do, right? And Knuckles is like, no. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> You got a point. She's definitely portrayed better in this show than uh, I was expecting. That's my defensive <laughs> angle. <laughs> I'm going to do my best, Sonic. I, you know what? Maybe it's because Cream's in it, and she's just quite literally the damsel in distress for everything. 
Amy looks better yeah. by comparison. Mm, that's um, true. Amy gets to, yeah, Amy gets to do things as opposed to so like the little baby gets captured. Yeah. And Amy can be like, guess what? I've got a fucking hammer. <laughs> I got upgraded to logical one in this year. <laughs> and it's around this time Eggman like hacks into every broadcast ever and like appears on every TV and computer and starts giving his whole like monologue of like, I'm gonna take over this city. Like Tell me where your leader is, and I'm gonna fucking kill him because it's my city now. And he gives, I love it because he gives like the rich anime girl laugh of the. Oh, he does. <laughs> he has the '90s anime laugh. It's so good. Like I, I didn't think the show was an anime until I rewatched it, and I was like, this is definitely anime. <laughs> and um, it's around this time that Chris and Tails fly off because they see the broadcast, and they're like, "We gotta stop Eggman," and then. He cuts back to Eggman, like, talking to the police chief, and he's like, show me your leader. He's like, no. And he blows up the car, and he's like, how about now? He's like, okay. And he gets the mayor. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to take over your city. He's like, I can't let that happen. And he blows up another car, and he's like, technically it's not in our uh, city charter where I can't actually, like, immediately caving, <laughs> but legally not That's caving. That's my favorite part. <laughs> it's the bureaucracy where he's like, I'm willing to give the city over to you, but legally i cannot like that's the only thing stopping me is the like the bureaucracy of this red tape you can break the law i cannot yeah like i don't think eggman's really concerned with legality here (laughs) and then that's when tails shows up flying around in his plane and the robot just like i guess what does he do he punches upward and just hits the propeller so the plane's like damaged and going down which is great because it's got the nine-year-old in the back seat so you got a small animal (laughs) endangering a child and uh, that's when Tails is like, uh, not quite yet, I got a trick up my sleeve, and just mashes a few buttons, and the plane transforms into now, like, an, like a jet in the shape of, like, an X that seems to be much faster and doesn't rely on this big, bulky, like, biplane design, and I don't know why he wasn't always using this plane. <laughs> it's an X-Wing. Yeah, it's, why would he not always just use this one? <laughs> he likes the style. It's like it's like someone who has like an old classic car. Like you can get a nicer, newer one, but <laughs> you put the love into that one. <laughs> Tails is like also nine years old. What does he know about old style? <laughs> hey, he went through a midlife crisis at four and a half. <laughs> he can appreciate the aesthetics. <laughs> Fine. Um, He's just that kid who you went to school with, and you're like. Oh, you're into planes? Okay. <laughs> My good friend in high school carried a briefcase. Oh, geez. so <laughs> There was a time where I, I debated carrying a pocket watch. Thank God I did not. I knew people that carried pocket watches, too. There were weird people at my high school. (laughs) Uh, At this time, the robot's now up on a building, so he can just get an easier point of view for punching down at things. Because he's quite literally punching down at people below him. uh, Taking the cheap shots. And this is when Amy and Knuckles runs up onto the building. Amy's like, we got, you know, we got to stop the robot, but we got to wait for Sonny. It's like, ah, fuck it. And she goes running in with the hammer. And just, like, slams into his leg. And I like that she isn't just, like, weirdly super powerful. Like, she hits it and kind of, like, holds her hand up, like, ow, damn it. Like, you know, <laughs> reverberated back through the hammer. It's just like, ah, oh, that didn't work. And uh, the robot grabs her and, you know, holds her hostage. This is when uh, Knuckles is about to run and, like, about to beat him up because he's got those big, weird knuckles. I mean, that's his name. Um, <laughs> but as he's getting closer, the robot, like, squeezes Amy more. It's like, ah, got a hostage. And this is when we see... Sonic, like, running back this whole time. 
and he sees them on TV of like, oh, I, I guess I better join the fight. Not, not worried about the city or the citizens or all the destruction. He's just like, oh boy, combat. Violence. I'm in. <laughs> I love fighting. I'm a Chad. I want to fight. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as uh, Sonic's running in, we see Chris like tag him out with a, a power ring. And I guess Sonic just needs one. And he just gets like hopped up on steroids. And so he's running towards the building and like r- goes into the ball form and rolls straight up the uh, building up to the top floor and onto the roof. And this is where we get, like, that scene from the beginning where he's just toying with this robot. And as Missile Wrist is shooting out his Missile Wrist, uh, Sonic's just jumping from the missiles coming out. And, yeah, you know, pulling his eye down, sticking his tongue out, slapping his ass. That good stuff. <laughs> Doing the, uh, the rah-rah Rasputin yeah. from Just Dance 2. <laughs> <laughs> and he's True. just toying with the robot. And then uh, he just eventually gets tired of it, I guess. And just, like, slams straight through the robot and destroys it. No, Knuckles tells him to. <laughs> Knuckles is like, hey, beat the robot. <laughs> People are dying. <laughs> Please this isn't stop. A <laughs> Sonic is so powerful in the show, yet such a dick. <laughs> Everyone in the building we're on right now is dead. <laughs> There was a scene where, like, when the robot initially crashes through the building and people are freaking out, there are two guys carrying out a woman who... I presumably fainted, but might have also been hit in the head with debris and might be unconscious. So, like, I was kind of surprised by the react, like, the reactionary shots of the people because it wasn't just generic screaming. Like, there was some like, "Oh shit!" Like, they ruined my place of business. Like, I'm out of a job now. Mm. And this is when uh, the robot's destroyed and Eggman runs off. He's all covered in soot. He's like, "I'll get you next time, Sonic!" And you know, flies off in his little hovercraft that kind of looks like an egg. Uh, what are those, like, egg carriers, egg holders? Yeah, the little yeah, egg for, thing. like, hard-boiled eggs. Yeah. You just live in a farm and you crack it for breakfast. Yeah. hmm And... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, the individual one stand. Yeah, yeah. 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 I have them on, like, Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. I only know it from okay. Jimmy Neutron. Okay, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about now. <laughs> I like that there's two people who only know it from Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't live on a farm. <laughs> And um, after the robot's destroyed, uh, Amy runs up and, like, hugs Sonic. And it's like, oh, yeah, we won. Oh, the SWAT team's here. They're going to gun us down. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't just save the city. Like, we're also criminals now. And this is when Tails flies by in his, like, X-Jet thing and drops down the ladder. He's like, come on, let's get out of here. And Sonic and Amy jump on. And Knuckles is like, I'm a fighter. I don't run away from anything. I'm stubborn for no real reason. And they're like, come on, Knuckles. And he... Jumps on the last second and flies off. And they're like, oh man, we got away safe and sound. Thank goodness. Knuckles like, yeah, no, I'm out. Fuck this. And just let's go of the ladder. And for <laughs> anyone who hasn't played the game or doesn't isn't familiar with Knuckles, it looks like he just straight up died. Like, it looks like he's just like, I, I accept death and just plummets from 100 feet. I can't feet take here. this anymore. <laughs> this world wasn't built for me. <laughs> But Knuckles can like it's I don't as far as I know it's never properly explained why Knuckles can just glide around. It's from his well, knuckles. Well, <laughs> well, I mean like logistically it's just because Rouge can fly and like they're like matched. So it's like Knuckles needs to be able to do that too. But he could do. But it. he's an echidna, which they can't do that. They don't. But do they that. can lay eggs. 
Yes. Yeah, but that's not what he's doing. <laughs> it always Eggman's one of the eggs in this show. <laughs> but, like, he, Knuckles could collide even back in Sonic and Knuckles when he was first introduced, and that was way before Rouge the Bat was introduced. So, oh, really? Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So that's just stupid, then. <laughs> there's no reason. But like, I, I, as far as I can tell, there's absolutely no reason he can just glide, besides just, like, hey, this would be a cool mechanic in a video game, and now it's just there forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Uh, and yeah, that's it. And like Sonic's like, uh, leave him. He does things his own way. And it's like, wait, isn't Sonic the edgy one? Sonic's the rude dude with attitude, and Knuckles is like the brooding one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are no there are no uh good guys in this show. <laughs> Just a lot <laughs> of moral like, and there's Sonic an, and... is Emilio Estevez, Ooh. and then Knuckles is um the uh, other more famous guy. Charlie Sheen? <laughs> No, uh, <laughs> in breakfast, in Breakfast Club. Bender. Yeah, he's Bender. He's the character Bender. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like there's like Jaws, oh, obnoxious and then, guy, and then there's like Punk, obnoxious guy. Tails is um, uh, what's his name? Michael. The Sarah. other one. The nerdy that one. Is, it's the brain. Uh, uh, Amy is uh Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald, <laughs> obviously. And, um, Shadow is Ali Sheedy. Yeah. Uh. And Cream <laughs> is a child. <laughs> Krim did not go to school. <laughs> Who brought this gremlin to high school? <laughs> Big the cat's the janitor. that guy to play Eggman, honestly. <laughs> oh my god. And that's that's Sonic X. That, that's episode three. What a time. Oh boy, uh, this was... <laughs> whew. Uh, a true blast from the past. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give this the same review that I gave Detective Pikachu. It was dumb, and I loved every minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think, yeah. Dugan? You're the one we're trying to convince with anime. It was like prime, like the four kids uh, shows. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would have definitely watched this as a kid if I had any knowledge of Sonic <laughs> at that time. But uh, uh, yeah, I think being a sophisticated group <laughs> <laughs> with an I'll anime watch my adult animes. Thank you very much. <laughs> but yeah, this was a lot of fun. <laughs> Yeah, rewatching it, like, after years and years, it's like, oh, yeah, I see why I liked it so much as a kid, <laughs> and, like, why any kid watching this would be like, yeah, this is fun. Yeah. It's cool. Like, maybe it's not great now as an adult <laughs> looking back. Like, That's not the point. No, it's, it's like, it. yeah, they go back, they go fast, they make witty remarks, <laughs> they win, it's fun. It definitely made me want to watch, like, the good episodes of the Pokemon anime. I'm just mm-hmm. like, the, like... Island of the Giant Pokemon, or that whole arc where it starts on the SSN, and then it flips over, and it's the Poseidon Adventure, and they're on the Island of the Giant Pokemon, and then it's the Tentacruel one that got censored, and then there's just (laughs) another beach one. I just want to watch those five episodes and be done with it. What about the, like, Maiden on the cliffside with the Gastlys? That's a good one, That's a good one. That one, also, the the really creepy one where all the humans are acting like Pokemon because Drowsy is like hypnotizing everyone. Oh, yeah. And they go to the, the roof of the <laughs> building in um, Celadon or Saffron. I forget. I think it's what also, the one where they go in Sabrina's dollhouse. That one's weird. That That's one's right. really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> this is just about Pokemon now. This is just the Pokemon yeah, episode. Yeah, this is a, this is a different episode like my fave apps. <laughs> recommended viewing i mean we heard like all the voices of pokemon in this show <laughs> that's so. true mm. it's fresh on the brain mm-hmm. oh god all right if knuckles just took out a frying pan and just said it's a drying pan be <laughs> yeah 
Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us on this Sonic adventure. Oh, thanks oh, for having course. us. Yeah. This is my favorite thing. <laughs> as soon as we decided on Sonic, we said, bad fan fiction. So you gotta bring, bring <laughs> in the I mean, experts. they go hand in hand. Sonic <laughs> is in three different stories in bad fan fiction, the book, all oh, written oh, by good. Melissa. Well, okay. Good. For those of you who don't know, the, my very first exposure to fan fiction was Sonic and Shadow. Because oh, I was in like seventh grade, and I was like, again, a very into Sonic and very into Shadow. Mm-hmm. And I was reading this story online, and I was like, wow, it's so cool that people took the Sonic characters and like wrote their own story. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? You can do that with established characters? Yeah, and I was like, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. That's a that's a deep, deep fan fiction hole to fall into. And it's, I don't know if we ever truly come out of it. Time I to look up Sonic fan fiction. <laughs> no, if you want a, a fan fiction hole that you will truly regret, and hold in your heart every day, as I do. Go to um, look up Rugrats All Grown Up. No. Uh, Please no. Just R-rated. Just no. any of them. No. <laughs> look, there's a lot of good Angelica and Susie stuff <laughs> that some may find very empowering. <laughs> I'm back on board. Dude, I get to data back. <laughs> I, I keep seeing the resurgence of that. Uh, picture online of someone drew the all grown up but as like millennials today. Oh, I've it's, seen that. Like yeah. twice yesterday I saw it. <laughs> uh, mm. I like that one of the animators from Rugrats has like come out against some of the all grown up fan art and it's like, no, you've drawn them too attractive. Those are ugly babies that grow up into be ugly adults. Like that is what we did on purpose. It's what we wanted and you've ruined it. <laughs> Look at Chaz Finster. Do you think that's an attractive man? No! <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Everyone has a type. <laughs> rem- he gets married twice, so at least two people do. Yeah. Hey, Chucky's mom is pretty hot. Oh, yeah. She was beautiful, and so is Kira. Let's <laughs> yeah, move on. This is a different show. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Rugrats is an anime for a different day. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, where where can people find you, and where can people find bad fan fiction on the internet? I said that, and then immediately regretted that. Anywhere, search bad fan fiction. No, our website is badfan.club. Go to that, and you can see about the book. We just released the second edition with a foreword by Mr. Patrick Dugan. Ooh, it's <gasps> very nice. I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, he's he's a member of the team, technically. He paid the $25 for the new ISBN, so he's in it with us. I'm a producer, baby! Yeah. Hey. Um, yeah, so we just released the second edition. Same story, same illustrations, 70% fewer typos, Ooh. Um, and just a, a different cover design that I made myself in GIMP uh, photo editor. So... Uh, check that out if you're into fan fiction. There's also the audiobook and the ebook, which you can all find through that website, badfan.club. Bam. Bam. Yay. 
And and if there's there's an anime uh, that you have a favorite fanfic of and you want us to watch the original source show, uh, tweet at us uh, at Are We There Yet on Twitter and Instagram, or you can email us at Are We There Yet at gmail.com. Fruits basket. I'll tweet it at you. <laughs> Thank you. Do, I do have a, a fruits basket fanfiction in the book. It's a self-insert <laughs> where they all fall in love with me. <laughs> Great. <laughs> They're remake, or is there a sequel series coming out soon? They it's re- it's, out, it's coming out current, like they're oh, in it now. now, and it's a yeah. it's a remake. It's a remake. They're yeah. doing it more like the manga. Well, they're doing the whole manga because like the so original anime a... stopped after like eight volumes, and there's like twenty six. Oh, okay. So it's a Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood situation. <laughs> <laughs> Fruits Basket Brotherhood. <laughs> that, I'll add that to my list before we leave. Uh, but yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan, stands for Almost Better in Silence, which is uh, another podcast I do. And I'll also plug Pinecast, which is what we host this show on and my other podcast on. If you want to do a podcast, if you think you can do better, prove it. Make your own podcast. <laughs> Hey, this we forgot to out. say we forgot to say what we're doing next week. Oh yeah, we always skip over that. <laughs> we have guests. Uh, so what's going on next week? I'll say it quick. We're gonna watch a sports anime about track. It's called Run with the Wind. We're gonna watch the first three episodes. We got that. Gotta go fast. Sonic. Sonic time. <laughs> yeah, we're running in. Whoosh. Thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme music, uh, Stories Off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louis' music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. You're too slow. Eggman lays eggs. Sonic the Hedgehog and Hannibal Lecter kill 90s heartthrob Brad Garrett by Melissa Sahagian. Warning. This is the fanfiction that started it all, the Big Bang of this universe. It is my great honor and privilege to present it to you, the reader, in its original and unedited state. Please save all your applause to the end and enjoy the thrilling tale of Sonic the Hedgehog and Hannibal Lecter kill 90s heartthrob Brad Garrett. Thank you. Warning Part 2. Also, this is based on the Hannibal TV series on NBC and not Silence of the Lambs the movie. Sorry. (laughs) Hannibal leapt over the fallen trees and icy roots of the snowy forest. He was in pursuit of tonight's dinner. Everybody loves Raymond star Brad Garrett. (laughs) Although the man's obscene height was to Hannibal's advantage, he never lost visual. Brad Garrett was just too fast. Hannibal began to huff, his visible breath coming at quicker intervals. Finally, as Brad Garrett rounded a tree, Hannibal lost visual. He sprinted to where Garrett had just been, but there was no sign of him. He uttered some sad cannibal noises. (laughs) Then he heard a low grunt, a grunt that only could have come from Brad Garrett. Hannibal ran to the spot where he heard the sound come from. 
There was Brad Garrett, dead in the snow. Hannibal obviously hadn't done this, so who did? The answer came to him in the form of a demonic chant from the tree line. You're too slow! (laughs) A small smile appeared on the weathered face of the Chesapeake Ripper at recognition of the voice. Hello, Sonic, my old friend. Sonic the Hedgehog ran out of the trees and to Hannibal's side. He was grinning. I haven't seen you since college. (laughs) All right, Dr. Lecter, Sonic said, (laughs) winking and giving his old friend the thumbs up. They embraced. Hannibal thanked Sonic for killing beloved actor Brad Garrett for him. How would you like to stay for dinner? Sounds great, Sonic exclaimed. He helped Hannibal carry Brad Garrett back to Hannibal's creepy house in Baltimore. All the while, Hannibal was deep in thought. He doubted Sonic knew he was a cannibal, even though it rhymes. (laughs) And of course, he would never consider killing and slash or eating Sonic. He only ate humans, not hedgehogs. He wasn't a monster. Still, Sonic was down with murder, but Hannibal was unclear on whether or not Sonic would consider eating his victims. He shrugged, knowing he would soon find out. While Sonic waited at the dinner table, Hannibal prepared a meal most elegant out of the six foot eight inches of Brad Garrett's body. (laughs) Once it was prepared, the two friends dined, catching up on the years since they were in medical school together. At the end of the meal, Sonic burped loudly. That was delicious. Thanks, Hanny. <laughs> Sonic, there's something I must tell you, Hannibal said, not daring to meet Sonic's eyes, which are actually one giant conjoined eye with two pupils. <laughs> this meal is actually American sweetheart Brad Garrett. Sonic gasped, but then laughed. That's okay, Doc. Cannibalism is cool with me. <laughs> We should do this again sometime. (laughs) Hannibal smiled, glad to have a friend who understood him. Yes. Yes, we should. And don't worry, we won't get arrested for this. The two laughed and moved out onto dessert, which was the leftovers from Brad Garrett. It was delicious. (laughs) Well, Graham was blamed for this crime, and he was locked up forever. 